friends. Podcast time. We're doing it. We're talking quick. We're going to get it done. Efficiency. Here's the thing. This is a weird show. So this is the show, Yo, Is This Racist? Where we answer mm-hmm. your voicemail questions about racism with the help of a special guest or guest. Today, there's none. Uh, I'm Tawny Newsom. That's Andrew T. We also got our Kevin. We have our Kevin. We, we have our Kevin Bartelt. <laughs> producer. Uh, so we are recording this in advance. So we don't know the current events. Normally we lead with uh, some current events, but we don't know them this time. Yeah. Uh, and also those of you who yell at us for missing some, uh, well, you just got your favorite thing. We we missed all of them because yeah. we're in the past. We also, let's be completely real. We miss, we don't know a lot of shit anyway. Nope. If you, if you come here for your news... You're fucked. But we didn't come here to <laughs> yell at you. We came here to tell you we appreciate you. Thank you for subscribing and we love you. And we're still going to get to your favorite thing, the racism voicemails. That's what you all love. That's what you're here yeah. for. You want strangers who call in to talk about racism and us mm. to make fun of them. That's what you're here for. <laughs> That's all we got. I Once again, now that, now that we've joked about talking quickly... I suspect we're gonna we're gonna once again come in slightly under finish in and then, sixteen minutes <laughs> and need to filibuster a little bit once again. Well, then let's filibuster up top. How's everyone doing? Oh, I no let's, bad as usual, Andrew. Yeah, what do you? Uh, Did you take see. any kind of a, a a boiled fish to a park this week? Yeah, oh. what oysters are on steroids this week? <laughs> I what I did do is I made. Um, uh, octopus last night. Um, but that was, so what I did, that was the mistake. The thing that I did wrong was I made asparagus in the same pan first. So asparagus. And then I, I had octopus. It was, it was like par cooked. It's like you could, you could eat the octopus as it came for, out of the package, but okay. I wanted to crisp it up a little bit. Sure. But I didn't have any lemon in the house, so I did a thing that was not the wisest move. Um, like it was okay, but I it tasted fine, but it was a dumb pan thing to do, which is I put a little rice wine vinegar on oh. the asparagus while it was cooking. Mm-hmm. So what happened then is the sugars in the rice wine vinegar caramelized, so the pan was a bit of a sticky mess. That and a then I put situation. the o- octopus in, and it was like. Just a sure. whole fucking thing, you know. Yeah, I get you know that. How it goes. You all I know, know how, how it goes. goes. Look, sometimes with octopus, it bees like that, you know. Mm-hmm. 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 That's what I did. I don't know. What did you do? Um, Anyone I, else make a mess in a pan? I kind of did. So I tried to make um. Me, uh, apologies for the pronunciation. Mejdara or mujdara which is uh, in Chicago. I used to eat it all the time. I used to order it from this place and it was lentils and rice cooked together and spiced. It was like this Middle oh, Eastern dish. That was mujadra. Mujadra. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I tried and to onions. make that. And onions. Oh, yeah. And best. really good like, like, uh, yeah, like dark kind of spices. I tried to make it with cauliflower rice because my mom is visiting and she's keto. And it, it wasn't great. But you know what? <laughs> we tried and she ate it and it met her dietary needs. So yeah, That's <laughs> we did tough. all right. Yeah, I know. I, I knew it would be bad, but I was like, what else am I going to do here? I don't I'm not just going to like she also doesn't eat like a lot of meat, but she's keto. It's a hard it's a hard uh, needle. Yeah. to thread. kind of had lentil cauliflower mush, I'm guessing. It was kind of just a pan of food. Yeah. Like, you I'm, know, when you just I'm, make a pan of food. 
I'm sort of about it. I like a pan of food. I like a pan of food. It reminds me of college, you know, when I would just yeah. be like, macaroni noodles and salsa. <laughs> um, I would do a can of chickpeas, a can of tomatoes, uh, peppers, onions. Basically make like pasta sauce, but then throw chickpeas in it and just eat that shit with a spoon. Sure. Uh, we call that an Italian curry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to uh, say that what I do then is like add like a some bread, some buttered bread, and I'm like, oh, fancy. Like, yeah. yeah. Ooh, a crust like of bread. Intentional. <laughs> I mean, it pretty much is. But yeah, yeah, weird. A weird meal. The other thing I'm doing is planting trees at my house. This is kind of fodder oh, wow. for the other show. We normally don't get into personal shit, but uh, mm-hmm. planting some trees, trying to have a little bit more shade on this Martian uh, planet, especially since we lost so much foliage in the wildfire. Oh, um, sure. But as we mentioned on the premium show last week, we also do have a lot of new growth, which is really beautiful to see. I put a little reel on my Instagram of just like just the charred remains of like a juniper tree or a Joshua tree. And then in the center of it will be a tiny little green bush of new growth. Mm -hmm. And that's been very hopeful and happy just in time for this year's fire season. Yeah. Woof. Right away. Um, and if you're listening and you were listening to Yo Can We Live, our premium show on suboptimalpods.com, just go to suboptimalpods.com to subscribe, support us, find out different ways to support us. There's uh, varying membership levels. But if you are listening, we did tease. You would find out why we've been in such a hurry. Um, and I'm here to tell you that all you have to do is listen to Yo Can We Live this Friday and oh, find still out what is dragging happening. this out. It's not going to pay off. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to tell you. It's not going to pay the off. It's opposite just of payoff. Going to tell you a, a small detail. I can't believe you're dragging this out for two full weeks. Two solid weeks. So, suboptimalpods.com and grab your access to Yo Can We Live just to find out what the world's greatest showman. Yes. Andrew T uh-huh. has in store for you. Um, but the the ghost of Andrew passed over here aside. Um, thank you to our subscribers on Suboptimal <laughs> Pods. You all are what makes it possible for us to be an independent podcast, which we have been since December when we left our network. Um, mm-hmm. So thank you for that support. And anyone who wants to go check it out, there are lots of ways to support. Should we do a voicemail now? Let's see what happens. Yeah. Here or we- should we... Should we do a voicemail before the ad and then an ad break probably, right? Yeah. We're shaking it up a little bit. Yeah. Extra yeah. voicemail. This is going to be perfect. Let's do it. Great. Hi, my name's Eric. I'm a 50-year-old white male. I grew up in the mountains of Northern California, but have been Ooh. living in Wisconsin for the last 15 years. And my question okay. is, am I a racist? What? These dumb motherfuckers. They always think, oh, just because I'm white, I'm racist. And I, you, when you call me a racist, you don't even know. How could you call me a racist? You don't know anything about me. Well, we do know one thing about you. We know that you're the kind of dumb motherfucker that thinks he's got a point when they call in just giving a bunch of de- like demographic information, thinking that if they bait us into saying uh, all white people benefit from white supremacy, that we're the real racists. And that makes you the racist caller. I, I had that all planned out. I'm sorry. I, I can see that you did. I'm so glad I don't listen to these voicemails ahead of time because I would have just been like, Andrew, don't bother. Like, this is just a troll. Um, and I'm sa- I'm mad now that I woohooed your Northern California. That's where I'm from. <laughs> but I will say that you, uh, here, I'm not going to answer your bullshit question, but I will tell you that you're fucking boring. 
So yeah. <laughs> yeah. enjoy that in your life. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what what's going on with you, but uh, the people around you also think this. So enjoy yeah. that. Yeah, you whack asshole. One thing I will say <laughs> is this dude, I think his, it was this dude, um, either pocket dialed or or maybe they lost a connection immediately after because our voicemail box cuts off at three minutes. And there was just, I think it was this guy, three minutes of dead air from, from I think, this number in the voicemail box right after Him watching call, so. Green Bay Packers replays sobbing. Yeah, yeah. Just what's like, the what's the chance that this person is not just trolling and is in some way trying to ask us a serious question? What what is that chance? Just I'm only saying that just so that people don't tweet at us and go, "What if that guy was serious?" Because I I've already thought all the things. I just don't always say them. Okay. Yeah. We've thought um, about this. We hear you. <laughs> I'd say for our show, relatively high, like higher than you think that this guy actually wanted to know. Higher yeah. than it should be. He's like, why are they making fun of me? I know. He's like, yeah. why? I've been a dedicated I, fan since. Yeah. <laughs> why would you call me a whack asshole? He's like, I really, I bought a bunch of merch. I have a just doing my best water that? bottle. I went on to the live shows. <laughs> yeah, I was at your live show in, in Chicago. Um, but here's you signed why. something for me after the show. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, I think it's just, it's like. I think it's the tone. Who who asks a am I racist? Yeah, with no like, other wh- details like that. Wh- what what are you trying to accomplish? You're trying to accomplish that. What I said in my in my prepared remarks. I don't give a damn about this person, but I do want to talk about Wisconsin and how I've gen- genuinely always had good uh, experiences there. I know that's not the case oh. for everyone, but um, my bandmate Bethany Thomas is from Kenosha and. Uh, we uh, she works there a lot she works in milwaukee a lot i've played music in madison and milwaukee a ton and like it is one of those states that you could i especially being on the coast we could easily write off and be like oh midwest whatever and think that it's all kind of backwoods and stuff but it really i tend to find a lot of progressive folks it's probably the cities and circles i'm hanging in but um yeah also just like genuinely friendly which is something that california doesn't do so great i've noticed Plus that fucking fried cheese. Holy shit. I, this brings back a memory. I think the first uh, like live-ish show anything, maybe I did one at UCB or something before, mm. before you were on here, Tani, was um, the, nice, the nice kids, the nice kiddos at the, uh, I believe it was the Asian Student Organization at University of Wisconsin. Mm. Flew me out there, put me up. Wow. Hell yeah. It was really nice. It was I really love nice. it. And, and also, then my friends in Chicago were like, we, we, we might bike up. Is that yeah. possible? Or is I it mean, Madison, maybe? If you were in Madison, that's like a two and a half, three-hour drive three hours. in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. I think people are like, yeah, you can like camp in the middle, bike oh, up. Oh, yeah, maybe they did like an overnight. Yeah. I used to do beers. that. I'd, I'd go down to the Three Floyds Brewery on my bike. I'd like, that's a little, not quite as far, but that's in Indiana. Shit is crazy. You're just looking for stuff to do in the Midwest yeah. sometimes. You're just looking for, and it's all flat. It's not like here. Go to yeah. the Wisconsin Dells. Yeah, oh go to the Mars God. Cheese Castle. I okay. drove from Ann Arbor to Chicago in four hours one one winter. That's cocaine. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't, but it was. It was definitely a little hangover. It was very dangerous because it was like an icy. It was like winter break. You've lost your mind. 
Oh, maybe it was from Chicago to Ann Arbor. Yeah, because we had to get back to get on a plane or something. It was very unsafe. <laughs> You're I, a wild I, man. I drove at least 100 miles an hour for part of that. Why are you admitting this? What if there's still a warrant out? I think I'm in the clear. College let's, was a while ago. Let's listen What's, to another voicemail. Callers, call in with the statute of limitations on speeding in <laughs> Michigan. That's reckless endangerment. That's beyond speeding. All right. Well, wait. Okay. So we should take, why don't we take a little break? We'll take a little break and then we will come back. We're back on an all voicemails, very special episode of Yo! Is this racist? Um, wait, I should also oh, say. What if we had that energy? What if we were like I that? I couldn't sustain it. Um, Morning radio. Yeah. <laughs> I will also say, I mentioned this last week, but uh, tomorrow, if you're listening to this, the day it comes out, Wednesday the 11th, tomorrow's the 12th. That is the day that Star Trek Lower Decks season two comes out on Paramount+. Plus, Starring me, Eugene Cordero, Jack Quaid, Noel Wells, Don Lewis, Jerry O'Connell. Can I name everyone? Jillian Vigman, uh, uh, with special uh, new recurring guest star Carl Tart, friend of the show. Paul F. Tompkins, lots of amazing fun people. Paul Shear, great, great mm-hmm. voice talents in this in this little little ditty. So check it out if you haven't seen the first season. You can catch up on Paramount Plus. That's all I have to say. Amazing. Watch watch it. It's fun to watch Tawny in space. Cartoon space that is other. Space where there was a show called Other Space. Listen, I'm already fucking up this promo for you. Let's do another voicemail. Here we go. Hi, Tony and Andrew. Um, I just want to know. <laughs> I'm a manager at a fast food chain, and everyone I work with is white. I'm also white. I'm a glow in the dark shade of white, and I just want to know how to handle better my staff when they do racist shit. Today, one of the girls I work with uh, was doing very racist Asian accents and saying random words. And I told her to stop it several times. And she got added to it with me and said she was speaking in, in anime, which made no sense. So we got really heated and I told her to shut the fuck up. Uh. And apparently that's not what you're supposed to do as a manager. But... <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I, I, I thought, at the time, it felt right. So, can you guys help me find a better way to phrase shut the fuck up to someone who won't listen and is being racist? That You're fired. So, HR, like, call worthy. All right, thanks. Bye. Sure. I mean, I can't. Andrew She's can't. Calling into I'll the try. Wrong show. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to have a hard time with it, too. But uh, it seems like, can you just send the employee to HR? Like, you told them to stop. They didn't you didn't tell them to stop again. I don't know. Is it like a three strikes rule? And then you're like, okay, you get written up. I don't know how HR in yeah. the fast food world works. I don't know if that's a, a good enough threat. I don't know if they do shit. But that's yeah. an HR violation to do a weird racist accent. I don't care if it's anime. I know a lot of people will like quote things from anime. I used to do it as a teenager because we didn't understand that like that is a bad thing to do. <laughs> that is, we thought we were just quoting our favorite show, but like, don't. We, it's 2021. You don't need to do it now. We know better. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't, I I mean, I would go further and just say you did the right thing with your employee. If HR comes down harder on you than it does on the racist employee, fucking air them out. Just say, you know, put it on Twitter. Like, I don't like when people call in and I guess it's like it would be too easy to manipulate if they just said the name of a fast food chain and were like, put, you know whatever on blast um that would be too easy to make what you think we're gonna we're gonna cancel arby's yeah you know i never would because i for one love a beef love a beef and cheddar so much (laughs) um but that being said i don't i don't understand why people are like i work at a certain fast food chain it's like just fucking who gives a shit you can allege that mcdonald's is racist Allegedly. Yeah. I love me some breakfast tacos or breakfast burritos. They're taco sized. Oh, I have the worst diet. Go ahead, Tony. No, I was just going to say that um, I, is is using like that kind of formal HRE language with someone a way to impress upon them that it's more serious? Because if they're going, oh, no, I'm just doing anime things. And if you say like, well, yeah. what you're actually doing is, a, you know, an HR offense, you're... Uh, using a racist yeah. caricature in the workplace. I don't know that people care about that shit. I'm just like, how can you impress upon them that this is serious? It's not just you being like, I don't like that. And you're yeah. their boss. They should, you tell them to do anything, they should stop doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. I do think the the more serious thing is like the fact that HR clearly sounds like they didn't give a shit about the racism. They never do. But still, like that's the issue. Did the caller you know? take it to HR? Sounds like the um, racist took it to HR, having been told to shut the fuck up. Oh, I understand now. I understand. Sure, sure, sure. Because you uh, used inappropriate language or whatever. Yeah, yeah HR should have cared more about the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the racist. So that's language, sort of the racist ta- that's telling, accent. I guess, in its own way. Yeah. Do we have anything? I mean, I don't know. So we don't. We don't have better. I guess. I guess the better language is. Use HR speak, you know, please don't mm-hmm. use a racist caricature in the workplace. Yeah. Um, Are you allowed to, and this probably just also is difficult, but like, are you allowed to send someone home like immediately when they start doing that of like giving everyone a heads up of like, hey, if you're doing something offensive, I'm just sending you home immediately. Like there's no discussion there's no like back and forth. Mm. Like you're just going home. I mean, yeah. it sucks because then you're short staffed then. But I think sometimes if if someone is like doing something and then you're like, hey, don't do that. And then they keep doing it. They feel like they're like, look, like yeah. I can clearly keep doing it. Like what you're not doing anything about it. But if it's like a the moment that it happens of like, go home or you're fired face. I don't know. Well, given the state of labor laws in this country, yep. for, for sure that's like allowed, yeah. <laughs> but likely given how things sound, you're going to run up against racist HR, racist store owners who are like, how could you, you're fired for sending someone home for being racist. Right. We love <laughs> racism at yeah. Uh, yeah. White Castle. Wendy's. <laughs> Wendy's loves racism. I was going to say, I don't think White Castle can afford to love racism. (laughs) 
Oh. Apparently that KFC chicken sandwich, very good. So says uh, producer Zig. Yeah, who is otherwise not eating carbs. So you got to imagine. It's got to be good. Simply got to be good. Um, well, sheesh, are we going to try one more voicemail? Let's try one more. Let's I feel like it. I only freeze when I talk, so maybe I'll try to shut up. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do that. No way. Hey, Andrew, Tawny, guest. I'm a well-meaning white lady, so sorry in advance for some stupid thing that I'm probably going to do in the future. Um, I work for an organization that is just over 100 people. Of those, there are five people who uh, present as a person of color. So obviously, we're not doing great there. I have recently been nominated to head up a working group on diversity and inclusion. They deliberately left out the E from DEI because equity is hard to explain. So that gives you a sense of, like, what we're working with. Um, shockingly, the entire working group is white. So there's pressure to recruit one of our people of color colleagues into this working group. And I'm looking for guidance. My instinct is that it's more racist and just kind of mean to do that than to just continue moving forward as an all-white working group. Um, as long as we're soliciting input from those folks, I feel like saying to them, hey, we made the racism, come help us fix it, is just kind of bad and asks them, like, they're already probably dealing with a whole host of microaggressions and then they get to come sit in a room with, like, another group of white people trying to fix things and probably screwing it up. So... Which is worse, having the all-white working group or asking a lone person of color to join said working group? Uh, thanks so much for the show. Oh, boy. So much business that I don't understand. It doesn't. I get it. I, I just. I, yeah. I've never worked in an I office. I mostly don't understand it. Yeah. Here's my question. Can mm -hmm. you, Does joining that working group uh, translate to any anything financial for no. people? No. So it's just a club it's within the job you're in. Little have. club, yeah. It's a little racism club. So um, I guess I guess it's probably some people's job. You know, like there's probably HR people for whom it's kind of their job, and managers for whom it's kind of their job. Um, but it's like a neighborhood watch for the company. <laughs> yeah, with with nominally better aims, but yeah. Yes. So can you just ask? the people of color in your workplace, which they would, which thing they would rather. Well, so that's the thing is the caller like, yeah, defining it as there's only two options force someone in or don't <laughs> or let them in. Keep them out. Like, yeah. And just yeah. ask them to do labor for us anyway. It's like, maybe ask yeah. the people you work with how they want to be involved. Yeah. What's the best way for them to participate in this? Yeah. It's, it's one of those like, yeah, all right. Pretty simple, honestly. Um, yeah, it's, I worry about the state of our listeners, how often it's like these sort of weird binaries in their heads. Mm -hmm. That's like, well, you know, or, or like this weird, the, I, I, do you think they truly don't see other options to what was just laid out? Or they're just trying to like, for the sake of discussion, give us a either or maybe they're trying to be succinct. But I also think yeah. that y those people of color who work with you might 
just have different or better ideas because they're probably pretty practiced at <laughs> navigating yeah. this super white space. They might have like, they might be like, hey, how about if there's just like an anonymous write-in option where people can write in feedback or who knows? They just might come up with something that makes more yeah. sense for where you work and the type of job or just you like do. fire these five people. This will fix it. And they will be right. <laughs> yeah. It is, I guess, ultimately at its heart with a lot of our white listeners, and, and we probably set this up to be like this, which is like, like we set up a place where it's not a conversation and they can ask people of color this thing. And there's probably a world where we are training some of our white listeners to not actually talk to the people of color in their lives because there's like an anonymous drop box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so you got to figure out the line between burdening someone and actually like when you need to have a discussion and they're in your life, have that discussion with them and make it work and find out, figure out a way to make it not a burden. I also think, and maybe for this caller, maybe this is, we're like the first step. Like maybe they ask us first and then they're going to have the conversation in real life. And that's a good plan of attack as well. Yeah. But it's like, have just have the goddamn conversation. It's not a, you must be in this group or you must not be in this group. Yeah. Ask them. We don't, we don't fucking know. Your company sounds very racist, but <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We've never worked a job. Andrew's worked a job. Kevin, I've worked Kevin's jobs. worked a job. I've worked restaurants. <laughs> I've worked jobs. And the reality is that at a place like the types of places I've worked at, and I feel pretty confident they're representative of the earth, these little working groups will come up with some ideas They will not be effective, or if they're implemented, they're going to be ignored. And, you know, the sort of racist status quo shall continue. But I don't know. I guess that's how you try to make things better is these little, like, steps. Yeah. I have no fucking clue. Um, Yeah. I don't know. So was... I'm a little lost. Was the caller... Were the people of color not invited initially or they just like didn't join? Because in my experience with like office jobs, it was like with like diversity and inclusion groups, like every single employee is invited. Mm-hmm. And then, but oh. I wonder if it was like, I'm just kind of lost how the people of color, like, were they not invited or did they not, right. did they not volunteer to join and so this person's trying to encourage them to join i guess from the phrasing i assume like they were initially not invited by the people who created this you know the big bosses who created the situation yeah that there are so few people of color anyway so our caller is like well i'm holding the bag for this all-white diversity group right yeah and how do i proceed yeah. And got it. Maybe it's a thing where like the people of color who work there in, in the big bosses I didn't have the appropriate jobs or titles or whatever to be included in this special group. Who knows? So I, it sounds like the caller yeah. is going, "Now I'm doing a second round of casting <laughs> so that <laughs> yeah. so yeah. that this television yeah. show isn't exclusively white. How do I how do I go about that?" <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's, yeah, but it's like 
the best you can do, probably. But just have the fucking conversations, caller. Just please. Yeah. Um, do it in a way that isn't burdensome, but really just have have the conversations. Have it. Um, well, okay. So we got a little time left, as as predicted. Mm-hmm. What else? We can tease. We can continue to tease um, the big reveal for Friday. That's always <laughs> it's not fun. A tease. Let's not, let's not do that. Um, why did you get a hedgehog, Kevin? Leah got a hedgehog five years ago uh, from someone she worked with who said, if you could have any animal oh, in the world, right. what okay. would you have? She was like, I don't know, maybe a hedgehog. And then two weeks later, he said, meet me on the corner of Santa Monica and Western with 250 cash. <gasps> and yeah. uh, so then we had Rolly for <laughs> five years. And, oh um, uh, and he passed away last year. And then... <laughs> kind of airing a little bit of uh, dirty laundry. The yeah. week he passed, uh, he DM'd us again saying, uh, let, us, let me know if you want another. And it was like, okay, give us a little bit of time. He just passed away. Oh, my God. And then a year later, here we are. Oh, So this guy got a line on some hogs. Yep. Did he know? You got to imagine he's a exotic animals exotic he is that's where he works in like uh i think he works with some like film and tv projects maybe with like exotic animals oh got it so this is not actually that it would be weirder if she'd said dog (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah okay got it got it yeah this makes uh-huh. more sense. His it, he was trying to convince Leah to get a hawk, uh, a tiger, or a like, yeah, a small uh, bird. <laughs> oh my god! Every time I talk, I freeze. So try turning your uh, camera off. That might help with the bandwidth. I'm just gonna kind of say goodbye from this show. All right, <laughs> Tanya's saying goodbye. <laughs> That really, the air of finality on that, the the black, the fade to black, and then just the Tawny Newsom appearing was actually harrowing <laughs> stuff. But I'll pick up the reins. We're just a little technical difficulties. Technical difficulties never killed anyone. Technical difficulties definitely have killed people before. But I honestly think it, not on a podcast. I honestly think my computer is too hot. I am in the studio finally, but we got central air to the house, oh, but right. central air does not reach the studio. I think my computer is just too hot. No, no, no. That makes sense. I'm going to talk quick. Um, Suboptimalpods.com. Subscribe to our premium show where you'll find out why we're talking so fast this week. Uh, Tronny Newman, Kevin J. Bartelt, Andrew T. 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE. Call in. I'm out. Okay, goodbye. This is Suboptimal.